The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And once again, this week is no exception. Today, we're going to talk about the fifth dimension with our very special guest, best-selling author and medical intuitive, Kimberly Meredith. The name of her book is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. She's been on the show a few times before. I've actually worked with her and have had results as a, as a, as, as a result of our sessions together. And uh, I just think she is fantastic and that she is blessed and she is doing great work for humanity. And I hope you'll listen into our discussion today because we're going to go deep into the differences in the dimensions. We're going to go deep into ways of uh, living your best life in terms of uh, healthy habits, um, how, to, how to connect and see the difference between the different dimensions, how to um, connect with spirit as best you can in your own way, and how to keep a positive outlook, and how to do the things that you need to do in terms of uh, protocols that can help you help yourself stay healthy. Again, I'm not a doctor. Kimberly's not a doctor. She's proven though. She's like a human MRI machine, and we'll get into that, but she's been tested uh, for her abilities to see inside people working with the collective that she works with and with spirit, the Holy Spirit. And you can roll your eyes and say, hey, not for me, and that's okay. Or you can be open-minded, and one of the things we do here on Guys Guys Radio, we want to bring in guests who have something important and different to say that could potentially help you live your best life and maybe help you make major changes. For me, I had Kimberly on my show when I was back on Blog Talk Radio. We were doing Skype interviews, and I got, I don't know how I got connected to her. I think it was the publicist, Sarah Scarlett, who was wonderful, and during our discussion, Kimberly read me, and the way she works is she blinks her eyes. That's how her guides come through to her, how spirit comes through, uh, through blinking. And I didn't tell her what my uh, issue was, my medical issue was, and afterwards I went to my physician, and uh, I had some testing done, and things were a lot better. And my physician said, I want you to go back and do the tests again. And I did a month later, and he said, well, there must have been a glitch when we originally started to see some of the things that we found. And that was it. So I, I emailed Kimberly, and I told her what happened. And she said, well, why don't you come on my show? I do a call-in show on KCAA in Southern California. I called in. We spent about 20 minutes talking about my experience, and I told her beforehand, I said, I'm just going to tell you what happened. And I got into more details and more specifics. But afterwards, the producer at KCAA, Gary Garver, the wonderful Gary Garver, he gave me a call and said, hey, what are you doing? And I told him about my show, and they offered me a slot, a primetime slot on KCAA, and I've been there ever since as one of our core platforms for Guys Guys Radio. So I love welcoming back Kimberly Meredith to the show. And since that time, her 
following and her reach and the work she's doing has gotten stronger. Her following has grown exponentially. She has this book out now called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. It was channeled. And uh, she is wonderful, and she's doing great work to help people help themselves. And I, I think you'll really enjoy our conversation here on Guys Guys Radio. So fasten your seatbelts and open your mind and open your heart. And let's talk with our very special guest, medical miracle intuitive Kimberly Meredith on Guys Guys Radio. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, interview portion of our show. I have a very special guest, one of my favorite people in the world. Kimberly Meredith is here. She's a world-renowned celebrity, medical intuitive, mediumship healer. She's a media personality, global influencer, leading spiritual speaker, best-selling author of the book we're going to talk about today, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering Your Soul's Path to Healing. She's got a big event coming up September 10th to the 15th at the Omega Omega Center in Rhinebeck, New York. And I have to tell you that one of the reasons I'm on KCAA Radio is because I met with Kimberly. She came on my show, Guys Guys Radio. She did a healing with me, with her guides. And after the show, first of all, my health improved dramatically. I sent Kimberly a uh, an email telling her about my situation. She invited me on KCAA to her show. And uh, the producer offered me, offered me my show. So we've stayed in touch. We met at the uh, Expo Center this year, and she's one of my favorite people. She's so full of love, and she's one of the most important spiritual teachers and healers in the world today. I welcome you back to the show. Kimberly Meredith, great to see you, Kimmy. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Robert. You're so dear to my heart, and um, you're just an amazing I mean, you're an amazing media celebrity host, too. I mean, you are amazing. You need, I mean, I hope that you get your own on-air, like, worldwide show because you deserve it. You bring on some of the most amazing guests. You have a way of speaking and bringing out the best in people, and you do a lot for humanity. And I'm just so glad to be here today. So thank you for having me um, be here with your listeners. Well, my my pleasure and my honor, and you really have made a difference in my life. We were we were met to connect, and thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you to your to your guides for helping me. Um, you have an amazing. I was rereading your book, The Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, uh, last couple of days, and your personal story is amazing. Where you were an actress, and then you were a medical advisor at some uh, TV shows, important shows. You were on ER and some other ones on the medical field, and you got. Uh, hit by a car came by and the door was unhinged and it knocked you over and you ended up in the hospital and you had major problems and a near-death experience. You kind of came, long story short, you came out of that and you got injured again in the head by a, a guy had a leaf blower and he blew the leaf blower in the face of your dog and you fell over in the street and your dog protected you, but you ended up having another NDE and all of a sudden, your gifts that you had from your childhood, which was learning to uh, receive spiritual guidance through the blinking of the eyes, came through, and your whole life changed when you were told you're here to help humanity. Uh, that's a little encapsulation of it, but please tell our audience, really, what, what's, your, what's the core of your story, and where are you now? Yeah, you really do know that story, and that's amazing. You know, in 
side of that story, there's so much pain and suffering to rehabilitate. And in that story, there was uh, almost two and a half years of me being wheel bound in a wheelchair and thinking to myself, I would never walk again, never eat out of, um, you know, regular food. I was in a straw. I had a, a severe um, jaw that was broken, head head and trauma with my neck. And um, a doctor that I had, it's not in the book, but a doctor I had gained a very close, intimate relationship with, meaning he was really rooting for my recovery at a pain center in Los Angeles where I had kept saying, I don't want to have surgeries. And he was trying everything he could to try to help me get through the pain. And I had physical therapists trying to teach me to walk. I started to really gain a very close, intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, which I always had a relationship with God, but not like this, where I didn't want to use pain uh, medicine anymore. And this man, who is a very famous um, uh, doctor, began to teach me uh, meditation, uh, mindfulness, prayer, but also he was doing um, uh, sort of like uh, joint and pain uh, fascial healing with me. And he really touched me, always had a very bright sunshine attitude. And he was very, uh, he was at Cedar sinai Pain Center. And they were doing a lot of aggressive, surgery on me at Cedars to save my life. And when they first released me, I'll never forget. He looked in my eyes and he said, you're going to make it. And I kept saying to myself, there's no way I'm going to be able to make it. And he's like, you're going to make it. He's 51 years old, two children, a wife. And he left an impression on me that I would never forget because he was pure of heart, kind. And I would say uh, one of the most amazing gifted doctors at Cedars. Why I'm bringing this up is because three and a half years later, I had woken through my eye blinking through the Holy Spirit started giving me messages. I threw all my pain medication away and my gifts started appearing. And when the gifts started appearing, all of the um, pain left my body and I started communicating with spirit and the guides and I was healed through spirit. I didn't need any of the medication. When I was completely healed and started getting the gifts, where I learned I could scan people's bodies and the messages would come in where I knew someone had cancer or a ligament tear or um, GI tract or pancreas. And I was hearing messages. I was clairaudient, clairvoyant, clarescent. All these gifts started unfolding. Not only that I was a medical intuitive, but I was also a healer. I could touch people and energy would come off of them. I was so excited that this gifts came to me. I got in my car and I said, I need to go see this doctor that not only saved my life, but had 
the premonition in him to know that I would make it because I also was diagnosed with epilepsy because I was seizing so bad at the hospital from the injury. And that often happens when you have brain hits like um, football players and boxers that have had such bad hits and have had surgery, subdermal hematoma. I was a brain bleed. I wasn't supposed to live. Mm -hmm. So I got in the car and I drove to the pain center. And when I got there, I walked in and they told me that he had died. And I, I was in complete shock. I was like, what? He was 53 years old. And I looked at them and I remember thinking to myself, my eyes were blinking. I thought this was a dream. I said, what are you talking about? And they said he had passed away shortly, a year and a half ago of cancer and that we lost an angel. Amazing. And right there, I was just completely devastated. I couldn't believe. I mean, I could believe because I've lost so many people sure. in my life that were angels. But if I was showed you a picture of him, you would see an angel. This man killed so many people. Not only of the intelligence he had, he knew right where to go in the back of my brain. He knew out of a staff full of physicians where to go to take the fluid off of me. And he knew that I would be healed. And not only through the Holy Spirit, but through the prayer, he kept coming in and, and sitting by my bed and teaching me mindful meditation too. What, what was his name? But he left. I, we can reveal it another time. Okay. But he knew, but he left the world young. But he always, and he is my mentor. Okay. Because no matter how I feel, I may get up some days feeling, because literally I'm not supposed to be here. On an MRI scan, literally the doctors are baffled to like, you shouldn't be here. It's a <laughs> well. So, you're here. Well, you're here, Kimmy. Yeah, okay. literally. If I get up, and maybe the day is kind of a little bit. Oh, when you serve, when you help others, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You're filled with energy, and you keep going. I feel he probably was sick when he was helping me. He was probably sick for many years, and he was filled with the healing through God that kept him going. He always was cheerful. So the point is when people are filled with the energy of the omnipresent, you can take your vitamins, you can take your supplements, you can learn about environmental pollution. You can do everything you can do to keep yourself safe. But the most important thing is to understand your connection with spirit. Got it. 
Kimberly Meredith, our special guest on Guys Guys Radio. And you are an angel, Kimberly. And the name of the book is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discover the Soul's Path to Healing. Let's talk about your gift for those out there who are listening who may not be familiar with you. You were a little girl and you had uh, some blinking things going on and your mother kind of squashed that. But you connected with your grandmother, who was a shaman. And when you went through your near-death experiences, your blinking power, this connection of how the spirit communicates with you, came through. So you, when you look at somebody, you don't want to know anything. I'm saying this from my own experience. You don't want to know what their maladies are. You just... You don't want them to tell you anything. You look at them, right blink is something bad, left blink is something good. When you're blinking both way, both at the same time, the healing's coming through, and you want the person to agree to go to the fifth dimension. So let's unpack that. Um, you are, uh, you are uh, transmuting energy from spirit through your eyes, and is the person then healing themselves, or are you sending them healing? through you as a kind of conduit. Yeah, so that's excellent. It's a combination of all of that. It is the scanning of the blinking going on, but now it's been a little bit upgraded since then. So I also am hearing messages and relatives are coming in now. So since four or five years ago, when that was going on, it was just the blinking and the scanning with many doctors and physicians coming in and giving me the information with the blinking. That's the first step. Now many relatives that have crossed over are coming in on the readings and they like to come in now. So I get messages from the after afterlife. So the mother may have crossed over or sister, brother, they want to come in now and I'll hear them whisper to me, I'm here. I want to be involved in the reading. So maybe I'll say, did your mother uh, recently cross over? How I'm knowing this is I'm seeing a number, a signal of a number across the forehead, maybe like an eight. An eight means that a soulmate has crossed. And then I'll hear, I'm the mother or I'm the father, I'm the brother. They want to come in and now they want to be a part of the medical reading. They're concerned about the love, their loved one, of course, and they want to be involved. So this is brand new in the last three years. This has happened. So it's become a family affair. <laughs> and it's Amazing. very fun and cool. And this is where this new thing called soul frequencies coming in. They want to heal past karmic relationships. They don't want you to be mad at them. Say you had a rift before they've crossed. Mm. They also want to be involved in the medical healing of the process. So say you had a heart attack. They don't want you to have a heart attack. So they they want to get involved in the medical stuff. I try to keep them away a little bit of the medical stuff, but they they insist. They insist. So this has happened now. So it's amazing. quite, it's so incredible. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, amazing. So that's happening. And then when the healing comes in, yes, you are absolutely correct. It's a process of, you accepting, I'm just a little Kimberly messenger of this energy. I'm not Holy Spirit. I'm not God. I'm the messenger of the energy to come through for you to accept the healing. It can be easy. It can be fast when you're in this fifth dimension. Where the fifth dimension word came in is because when I started doing the healing back in 2017, and when I was healed, 
it couldn't happen in this 3D world. It had to be in this higher fifth dimension energy. There's many dimensions, but at least that fifth dimension. So I would always say to people, say you're in the fifth dimension. And people would go, I'm in the fifth dimension. And then we put our hands on the area you wanted to be healed. And they take a deep breath. They say, I am in the fifth dimension. I'm accepting the energy of God or Jesus or the omnipresent. They would breathe, say, oh, and then they would take themselves into that dimensional frequency. And they would, like a child, just be open and let that energy come through their body. And then they would feel, we we filmed this. I was with Dr. Sheely. We've been at expos. We're all over the world. Even in my office, it just would fly off their body and it would be gone. And so that's not, I can't do that by myself. No, you have to be involved in that. We're together, and then it happens. Got it. Uh, of note, um, you've been tested. You are, and I say this with all respect, like a human MRI machine. You have been tested, and you have the same frequency to be able to read into people's bodies as an MRI machine. So this is Kimberly Meredith. She is uh, very, very special. So I want to talk a little bit, Kimberly, about the dimensions, because the name of your book is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. And you mentioned the 3D world, and that's the world we're all in. There's a lot of conflict. There's a lot of greed. There's a lot of me, me, me. It's Things have to, people only accept things that kind of they see. It's not about faith, really. It's not about love. It's about what's in front of you. And, um, you know, there's something to being present to that. And we're all involved in that, but we're heading towards an awakening for your humanity, apparently. And the next step is kind of a, a half step, if you will, uh, the fourth dimension where things can become a little bit easier to make things happen. And then when we get to the fifth dimension, you can put your energy into something and your thought frequency and your soul frequency and your heart frequency can create things like people want to manifest all the time. It's hard to manifest in the third dimension, but if you can bring yourself to the fifth dimension, you can kind of make things happen to the benefit of all. My question is, uh, please help me out in terms of how I articulated the three dimensions and how can people, because what you say in your book, Kimberly, is that sometimes we're, you're in the fifth dimension and other times you're in the three di third dimension because you're working with people in the third dimension and you kind of go back and forth. And all of us, depending on where our mindset is, where our heart set is, we are moving in between these three dimensions. But eventually we will all awaken to the fifth dimension over the next couple of years or so. Absolutely. We are we are awakening even faster right now because you'll notice people that are stuck in the 3D because their minds can't progressively move forward. They're just stuck and they don't have the flexibility. Like we're aging backwards. We are we are we are we are we're not we're not aging. So we're going it's instead of lifetimes instead of past lives there's lifetimes so we are we are we're progressively ageless we are not getting older anymore if you if you know what i'm talking about so time is not, we're not we're having timelines so it's not time's not linear then it's everything's no. kind of happening at the same time so we don't have to age in that linear way no we're not we're getting younger. Yeah, we're getting younger all the time now. When you say we, do you mean humanity or those who have kind of are moving towards the fifth Everybody dimension through their getting, vibration? 
yeah, everybody that's getting into this higher dimensional frequency are becoming ageless. Mm -hmm. And so when people get a diagnosis like cancer, or I've been diagnosed with some things too, they disintegrated out of me. So somebody, uh, recently I had something diagnosed to me and I said, no, I don't accept it. And then it was gone. In a two months, I disintegrated it out of me. That's because you can bring yourself and most of the time you're spending now is in the fifth dimension. So while you're there, the, the idea is when, while you're there, things work differently in the fifth dimension. It's very hard for people to comprehend I, when we're in a third dimension kind of culture that, oh, how can that be? It sounds like, you know, you're making these these claims, but the reality is no. it's vibration, right? It's real. Yeah. So in my classes, like my Mother Mary class, I do uh, once every two months now. We go into like the rosary and it's not really Catholicism because I'm half Jewish. And in my class, we're doing it in Spanish and English now. And these are people, mostly my New Yorkers, and we all have different types of diseases or illnesses. And it's miraculous. Many people are completely healed. In the chat, we'll say the person's name. Everyone in the chat will say Jennifer's Hill, Jennifer's Hill, Jennifer's Hill, Jennifer's Hill. And we'll, no one will tell me what they have. I will find them. And then I will say, this is what's wrong. She'll say, yes. And then we all focus on that person and we all send them healing. And the energy in the body will replace it with a healing energy and we'll see the energy leave them. Mm -hmm. Now, you talk about uh, in the book, scalar energy. Is that what you're referring to? And what exactly is scalar energy? It's it's a, it's a, it's it's really to me scalar energy. Everyone has a different concept of scalar energy. To me, it is the highest frequency of the Holy Spirit coming in and attacking the the negative frequency in a body and dismissing it out mm -hmm. of the world. Okay, um, so I guess the the key question for people in our audience out there is um, how can people move towards accessing the fifth dimension. Some of the things seem like in the book are obvious, like your diet, eat organic food, think positive thoughts, be loving, forgiveness, gratitude. Um, how do they, on a, on a consistent basis, how do they work their way to the fifth dimension and prevent themselves from kind of falling out of it? How do they know when they're in the fifth dimension and how can they use some of the skill set, for lack of a better word, that they can access in the fifth dimension, these miracles, these quote unquote miracles that can occur in the fifth dimension? Well, I will be teaching. So the thing is that they want people to do what I'm doing. They don't want me just to do it. Right. They want people to learn how to dismiss the negative energies off their body daily and they it's, and they want you to learn how to access it, but they the, want you to learn. These are, these are the guides you're speaking of? Yeah, the guides. Okay, okay. That's what I'll be doing at Omega. I'll be teaching people daily how to learn to lay on hands and teach. I don't like to call it psychic surgery. I like to call it laying on hands healing. Mm -hmm. And I'll be doing activations. And I'll be actually showing you. I do have some people coming that do have some diseases and lymph nodes. I'll be showing you how to do, dismiss it off. But here's the thing. I love the way you're saying how to access it, but also it's important how to learn to dismiss the negative, to, to learn the things to have discernment, to learn the things and people to stay away from. 
When you learn to get away from third dimensional energies, that's what boosts you up to the fifth dimension. That's what gets you more into the higher frequency too. So it's understanding we're going to bounce back and forth, but also it's important to understand that we get tricked by the negative energies. And we don't want them in our lives because we want to stay as pure as possible. And we want to shield ourselves away from these negative currencies. So it takes discipline. It takes being honorable to you, making commitment. But it's not hard. You have to believe. And you have to stay in this daily practice of everything in your environment, in your home. You're honoring your loved ones. You're honoring. So the soul frequency readings I'll also be doing at Omega because when you understand who in your circle is really supportive of you and you understand the the karma also of the people that are around you. So yes, daily meditation is important, but are what kind of meditation are you doing? And is it really raising your vibration? And everybody has a different meditation that's right for them. And so some people are spinning their wheels, like maybe they're doing the wrong type of work, or maybe you're doing something that's not getting you to the highest vibration, or maybe you're not hanging out with the right soul tribe. So you have to understand in order to raise your vibration to the right kind of frequency, um, it's your plan of action that's important to to be in the right kind of vibration. Mm -hmm. Okay, my special guest on Guys Guys Radio, host of the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show on Blog Talk Radio, Kimberly Meredith, world famous um, healer and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and author, best-selling author. Um, we're talking about accessing the fifth dimension and daily practices. Um, the third eye, everybody wants to, who's on the path is always like, how do I open up my third eye? I do a, a meditation. I have my own routine. Yes, uh, you do. Every morning I go through the same process. It's like, do I have to do the same thing again? And I make sure I keep it fresh. I do. There's a physical part of it. There's a spiritual part of it. There's affirmations. There's prayer. And I really feel that it, it, it works. And one of, one of the things I do is I, I started doing recently is I ask to send back the energy that other people have dumped on me that I don't, that they're clouding me up. Yes. And also I ask to pull my energy back from people I have given it away to. And I found in a very short period of time that this has been super helpful. Absolutely. That's what I was trying to get at. So it's important to understand in this life that we're in right now, a protection shield a gratitude list, an intention list, and awakening the third eye to the crown chakra is letting go of ego. I always say ego or I go. And when you're around your circle, your family, and the certain amount of people that you're with, when you're working with your third eye and your crown, it's very important. It's attached to your root chakra your grounding. And when you're living and you're breathing and you're working with your breath and your third eye and your crown, I feel it awakens quite fast when you have a very strong 
open kindness, understanding that we're here for others and to serve and love and be kind and gentle. And it's not after any kind of fame or fortune or anything like that. When we're involved in something like that, then it's not going to open up fully for anybody. It's all about working for the omnipresent. And when you're working for the omnipresent, then your third eye awakens. And when it awakens, it awakens. And when it awakens, then God is saying, I'm going to fully use you. And how, um, what are some other practices? Because I forgive me, I got a little bit off track when I was talking about some of my own personal practices with the third eye. Um, I say a little prayer also to Archangel uh, Raphael, who I've read that can help with the third eye. But what are some other things that people can do to kind of open up that area that gets to the pineal gland? In my book, I have quite a few fifth dimensional chakra balancing exercises. And I think those are really great. I like to do that with soft music, meditation. I do about an hour of oming. That's what I do. Everybody has their own way of doing it. My third eye had an awakening after my second near-death experience, but I do an hour of oming and praying. And I do, you can also jump on any of my classes where I, every class that I do, I do third eye oming and meditation prayer before I start them. How how long should it typically take, Kimberly, for somebody, if they're on the path and they're working on their third eye, to kind of get that open? Is it a gradual, and is it a gradual process, or is is there like a pop and your third eye opens and things change? You know what? I have kids as young as 12 to people in their 70s that still haven't had a third eye. I think everybody has their own path to having it awakened. And I think even if you don't have a third eye awakening, you still can have an awakening without it. Let me ask you this, Kimberly, when you, uh, with your gifts and as they continue to grow and blossom, when you're in your day-to-day life, um, do you, when you see people all the time, are you seeing, do you have to shut down your abilities as you become overwhelming or how does it, how does it impacted your life? When you're in the supermarket, you see the guy in front of you and you say, oh, he's got cancer. How, how does that work for you? Um, when I go like shopping or somewhere like that, yeah. I don't really read people. Okay. I'm not, I'm not like doing that. Yeah. But when I'm online or in Zooms or classes, then mm-hmm. absolutely I'm 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 a trans channeler. So I'm pretty much can see mm-hmm. pretty much everything like that. Yeah. So like right now, even when I'm on with you, I do see a relative that's crossed over that's trying to make contact with you. And it is um when I ask, is it a woman? Is it a man? It is a fa- it is a man or a father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, my father transitioned a few years and ago. The father is saying to me that you guys were pretty tight, yes. like a soulmate. Yeah. Um, the reason I know it's a soulmate is because the figure eight is on top of your head. And the figure eight is a sideways um, symbol of the infinity sign. And the infinity sign represents that you guys knew each other in past lives. And he came in pretty fast right when I came on. Wow, fantastic. Well, Dad, thank you. I love you. <laughs> and he wanted to be he wanted to be around you uh, right away when I came on, and 
Um, he's also telling me, I'm not sure, but he's saying to me, like when he passed away, it was a little bit of a rough passing. Uh, well, he, he had Parkinson's and, uh, things were shutting down. So it wasn't yeah. the, and he was a super active guy. He was full of life and a complete unique individual, a very smart, very special person. And, he's um, also, yeah, he's also telling me though, um, that he went straight, he went to the light and he went, was he into God and the Holy spirit? You know what? He was not like a religious guy. He He, he wasn't. Yeah, but he's telling me that he did go to the Holy Spirit and that he likes it when you pray. He likes it when you're meditating. He's around you when you're meditating, he's saying. Oh, wow. You know, it's amazing that um, just that you picked up on your own, you said, oh, I, you do these practices. And I had no idea that you, I was like, how would she know that I do my practices? Because I'm so boring that I learn by doing and I do the same practice every single day and i add to it and i adjust it but i've been doing it for years and it's made a change in me and uh, i figure do it every day as part of your lifestyle and um there'll, there'll be a day or two where i can't do it so anytime i'm physically able to do my practices i do them and sometimes i don't feel like doing it but i do them anyhow and i start off with Thank you when I wake up for my health, for my family, for my abundance, for my opportunities. And I just take it from there. Yeah. Also, I'm getting one more little read for you. They're trying to come in. Um, they're telling me that um, your dad, um, not to go on, but your dad's like kind of chatty right now with me. He's telling me that when you're doing your meditation, because I like, remember I was telling you they like to come in and talk. Mm -hmm. He's telling me when you're doing your meditation, he did say that he's around the crown of your head and he it feels like he's telling me 444 he keeps going over and over again about the four numbers so i don't know if you have received fours but that's him <laughs> okay okay that's good to know i see the triple triple numbers like all the time yeah. they he's vary though he's trying to come in as an angel for you like he comes back and forth and he's been watching over you as one of your angels. Oh, that's so great. I love you, dad. Thank you so much. So eight and four. And I know you haven't seen me do a lot of my classes and, and mm. things like that, but um, it's not, it's absolutely your dad. Not to say anything, but but it, it, not about other relatives. I'm not like trying to keep the other relatives away, but he, it is 100, 1 million percent. It is your father. Okay, well, we were on kind of the same wavelength on a, a lot of ways. We we butted heads and stuff like that, as fathers and sons do. But um, we were simpatico in many ways in so terms of family members. Say, I I am here. I love you. I love what you're doing for everybody, and I'm really proud of you. Oh, I couldn't ask for anything better than that. <laughs> okay, so anyway, that's what he keeps saying to me. Uh, <clears throat> Fantastic. So um, in terms of uh, our viewers out there, um, there's a lot of food and diet practices, and some of them are controversial and some of them aren't. And not not your perspective, but everybody seems to have a different perspective on things like, uh, OK, you 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 are not a, you're a big fan of organic foods. You're not a big fan of eating fish because of the pollutants in the waterways. 
Um, you are not a big fan of a, apple cider vinegar because of problems with these potential problems with the esophagus. Um, turmeric also as a little bit uh, rough on the system. Um, you are big on, uh, you're not big on detoxing, you're big on boosting immune systems. Let me ask you this, if any of that's wrong, let me know, but oxalates, you do not mention oxalates. I had a guest on who wrote the low oxalate, uh, toxic superfood book, Sally Norton, and there's a whole movement. And I'm sure out there in the Hollywood land, um, you're hearing about this where people are starting to, uh, look at a lower oxidate, oxalate diet where some of the plant foods that we consume apparently can have be a little bit sharp and rough on our systems. Like uh, spinach is a big uh, uh, no-no in that in, uh, in low oxalate land and uh, shard and uh, beets and beetroots, things like that. And uh, a lot of nuts and seeds and chia seeds and things like that, where in some, some folks say, oh, this stuff's all good for you. And other folks say, no, no. Is it a matter of balance with a lot of these things? Because you get to the point where it's like you don't know what to eat. I don't mean you. I mean me and a lot of people out there because like, I thought this was good. I thought turmeric is anti-inflammatory. No, don't do that. There's so many of these things. How do you get your information to determine what people should be eating and not eating and et cetera? Um, well, I get my information for eight years of practice of all the, I'm a medical intuitive and I'm a psychic. Mm -hmm. So that's how I get my information. And I get it from hundreds and thousands of people coming in my office and filling out forms and scanning them and seeing, you know, kidney stones and bladder problems and ulcers. And mm -hmm. the reason why I don't like acumen and turmeric is because of all the gallstones and mm -hmm. burning esophagus. And I could go on and on and on about it. And so it's just, junk. it's just junk. You might as well just do ginger and chamomile. And there's so many other things for inf inflammation uh, in the body and so many people going in for emergency surgeries and um, as far as spinach and other things like that, I mean, all those things are okay. Just don't overdo things, do them in balance. I mean, I feel like people get hooked on one thing and they just take too, eat too much of it. And then you end up having stones and calcium deposits everywhere. And so, I mean, everything, in, it's just like, you know, doing shakes and putting yourself in Hashimoto's and thyroid problem when you have seven, eight, nine bananas a week. I mean, everything has to be in balance. Why I don't like detoxing is because not everybody can do detoxing. If you're dying of cancer or you have a major uh, severe pancreatic liver or disease or pancreatic disease, you're not a candidate to do detoxing. Okay. Um, not everybody can do everything. Yeah. Right. That's perfect my sense. book has different uh, healthy diets in here. And I'm just, Kimberly Meredith is not for people that should be detoxing if you're sick. Got it. Awakening in the Fifth Dimension, the book, Kimberly Meredith. Um, you mentioned cold uh, laser therapy. Um, and there's different types of lasers. You can get the laser pens or you can go places that have the cold lasers. Talk to us about what that does. What are lasers do for your health? Yeah, so cold laser is best if you go to an actual licensed laser therapist. I'm not for people buying laser at home and using it on themselves because it can be quite dangerous, especially if you have cancer or if you have some serious disease. You don't want to ever put laser over a tumor 
or lay on a mat that has laser, it can actually spread um, your issue all over. So I don't recommend that. But if you have um, neck or rotator cuff tears or something like that, you can go to a specialist for that. Yeah. How about um, you? Your immune, uh, you boost your silica and your collagen in your joints. And it's started off for animals. It's been around for years and animals were using it on their joints. And, and it's quite handy to, to do. Got it. Um, right. Yeah. You, you mentioned one of the things, and this is a little bit off track, but I want to ask it anyway, because I thought it was important is the divinely guided sign language and fifth dimensional etheric angel language. You communicate and can kind of get that information to you. What is that like? How did you, how did you know how to translate the etheric angel language that's spoken to you from your guides? And who are your guides? I know you channel from the Holy Spirit, but do you have specific guides or collectives that, that communicate to you, Kimberly? Yeah. Um, well, the angel language, it's like speaking in tongues. They'll just come in and start speaking etheric angel language it's just a light language like starseed like light language um uh probably goes back to the elohim um and then the guides are i actually have a lot of guides that come in and use me um they are very interesting there's many 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 guides how do you differentiate from them? How do you know who's coming in? Do they come? Do they give you a name, or is it one I mean, group? We've got we've got Edgar Casey's number one. I've been channeling Edgar Casey since 2015. That was told by me. I'm friends with uh, Bashar. Mm-hmm. So Edgar uh, Bashar was the first person that ever discovered me. Nobody knows that. I met Bashar. He came and met me and said he was the first channeler that ever discovered me he said you are are channeling the holy ghost through my blinking eyes which i knew it was the doves blinking through my eyes and then i met a woman up in malibu who wrote the way of the shaman with michael uh who's that guy michael who wrote the way of the shaman um michael harner or something Okay. Um, they put me under hypnosis and I was um uh channeling, I can't remember some other uh, uh archangel Michael was coming in okay. and I saw Jesus coming through me and I channeled Virgin Mary. Now you she, also you've also I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you also have mentioned in your book that dark forces have kind of come into your purview and you've kind of shooed them away. Oh, my God. Dark forces are always coming around. <sighs> dark forces have come through, come at me since I was age three years old. And is that they is that made up of uh, negative energy? Like, is that fear or what? what is the dark forces really? How would you define that? I'd say dark forces are coming at our world right now, third dimension. It's okay. evil. Okay. I'd say dark forces come at everybody. Don't so, you? 
Uh, I I would agree with that. Yeah, and it's a matter of uh, you know self protection. That's what disease is. Right. So, what is your take? Last question for you, Kimberly. Um, what is your take on what's you mentioned? Things are going to change in the next year or so. Um, what is your outlook on what what we're going through now and where we're headed? A lot of people say it's going to get rough, and then it's going to get good. And everything's going to kind of get turned upside down. There's going to be a lot of revelations that are going to really shock people. And then there's going to be a financial collapse and this and that. And yet uh, things keep kind of, it's chaotic, but things keep somehow wobbling along. I don't think the next year, I think the next 10 years will be um, a big change. I think the next year is still going to be pretty much the same. I mean, we're going to have, we're going to have financial difficulties. Of course, there's going to be problems with the next year. Um, we already are having mm-hmm. economical issues. Uh, psychically, I feel it's going to go on, you know, I, it's going to go on for quite some time here, but within the 10 years, there's going to be a huge okay. big thing happening. But are you optimistic or pessimistic? On the next year? No, in the future for humanity. For 10 years? In the 10-year spot? Yeah. Oh, that's it's going to be a huge awakening. Yes. The 10-year will be um will be the 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 big the big awakening. Yeah. We are moving in that awakening, but in the 10-year point, yeah, is the big ascension. Yeah, that's why right now to then it's the time to start praying a lot and raising our vibration. And the youth is our our hope. That's why it's important to teach now um, these lessons and prayers and affirmations, meditation. I'm really here for the the youth. You know, the youth is my my tribe, the kids. They love the awakening. I had kids as young as 10 years old reading The Awakening of the Fifth Dimension. Well, I will have my son read it then because he reads John stuff. He's reading, he's 10 and he reads like a 11th grader. He's been tested and I take him to yeah. the library all the time. So I'm going to have him read Awakening yes. to the Fifth Dimension. So Kimberly, think, go ahead. Yeah, I think that's why they wrote the Awakening Fifth Dimension to be, uh, it's not that advanced reading. I mean, it's channeled, it's but it's channeled. Very, very well, very easily to easy to digest, and that's that. It's great information, but you don't have to scratch your head. You can just go right through the book. It's very, uh, yeah. you know, uh, user friendly, if you will, if you will, conversational, and it's terrific. Thank it's a terrific you. book. When your new book comes out, you're definitely coming back. And Thank until you. then, love you. You're an angel, and keep doing the great work you're doing. Thank you, Robert. Can't wait for you to come on my show too. I, I'm here for you. It's Guy's Guy Radio. What an incredible conversation with Kimberly Merrith, a miracle medical intuitive here on Guy's Guy's Radio. I think it was our best conversation yet because we got so much information out there, so much stuff for you to consider to help you evolve and awaken and ascend from the third, the fourth to the fifth dimension revolutionary wisdom from one of the world's most respective medical intuitives awakening to the fifth dimension kimberly meredith on guys guys radio what did we learn i think we learned there's a lot of different ways to do the inner work that's going to affect your outer world and your day-to-day existence in a really positive way 
and it all starts with your heart, opening your heart, feeling the love, being respectful, being kind, loving yourself, loving others, connecting to spirit. But you make your choices. You live the way you want to live because as Kimberly stated, not everybody wants to live in the fifth dimension and uh, that's cool. So you stay where you want to be. But for those who want to ascend, you might want to check out Kimberly's book and a lot of her work. The Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio here in Southern California, 8 p.m. Pacific Time, 106.5 FM, 10.50 a.m. You can listen live, stream, download the show rebroadcast every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on KCAA. We're also on just about every big podcast platform. Every Thursday we launch the show, and we're also on YouTube and Rumble. If you want to watch the interview portion of the show, catch us there. We launch every late every Thursday. And then all weekend long, we're on UK Health Radio, the world's largest talk health station in the world. Um, I'm on four times every weekend with Guys Guys Radio, and I'm also writing a column, a series for their digital health triangle magazine is called Aging is a Choice, so you can check that out. It's digital. And uh, you can also catch me, excuse me, on my website, robertmanny, M-A-N-N-I.com. I've got over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, kind of everything guy's guy and more. You can also download three free chapters of my novel there, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. It's about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. It's been called a Sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stakes world of Madison Avenue, and it's been deemed the male successor to Sex in the City. So it's a frothy, fast, sexy rom-com, and it's from a guy's point of view. And it's the source material for all the things we've built to help men out and help women out and just get that word out there that it's good to love one another and respect relationships and kind of do the right thing when it all comes down to it. So Guys Guys Radio, I'm here for you every week. I've got a ton of great guests lined up over the next couple of months. I want to thank the 700-plus guests I've interviewed, thought leaders from all around the world in many different categories to date. I want to thank Chris, my wonderful producer, Ryan, my strategy guy, and most of all, I want to thank you, our growing audience here on Guys Guys Radio. If you enjoy the guests and content I bring you each and every week to Guys Guys Radio, please Support us by, you can check out my book, of course, three free chapters on my website, and you can also subscribe, follow, rate, review, wherever you consume your podcasts or YouTube or Rumble, whatever. Guys Guys Radio, we're here for you each and every week, the place where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. I'll see you next week, and until then, like I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>